Welcome to Joy Fueled and Jesus Led. I'm your host, Tony Daniels, sharing real life stories and practical tools that not only help you know you're not alone, but also help you become the emotional, spiritual ninja warrior you've always wanted to be. In this episode, I share how my husband, Matt and I, have practiced listening to God with our family at different stages of development. Engaging their imagination with scripture is the latest, most fun way we've listened helping them not only memorize verses, but invite God to speak into the process through imaginative play. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Tony here. And today I want to talk a little bit about listening to God with children and how to help your children be more Jesus-led. So I have been doing this with my kids for over 12 years now trying to cultivate quiet and silence. Uh, We do it usually at dinner. Um, We'll check in with our emotions and share how we're feeling. And then we will spend some time in silence. And we've done so many different things over all of these years at different ages of their lives, different stages of their lives to figure out how do we listen best uh, with our children. And when they were little in their twos and threes and fours and fives, my son would listen with blocks. He loved playing with blocks and he could spend 20 or 30 minutes with blocks. And he would always create these amazingly intricate designs that were completely symmetrical (laughs) at three. And, you know, was he listening to God? You know, I don't know. But after he was done, I would, I would ask him, how does God feel about what you've done? And he would go like this. <laughs> he would get this huge smile on his face and shrug, kind of like almost like a, you feel when you're bashful, right? When someone's enjoying you and you feel enjoyed. Um, and so that that's part of teaching them to listen to God, right? Is how does how does he feel about what you're doing? That's a big question I would ask them because they couldn't put it to words a lot of times, especially that young, what they're sensing from God at all. And God just loves being with them. He loves how he's made them. He loves us discovering their design. And so a lot of that quiet space and time as a family for my husband and I were looking at our children and seeing how they engage with God, how they engage with themselves. Um, My Anne would always draw from very young. She had a, a, a gift and a passion for drawing and she still does. She'll draw six hours a day if she can. And um, so that was when they were little, they would do, they would get engaged in drawing or in block uh, formations. Um, But recently we've employed something that I just want to share with you because it's, it's been super fun. They are now 11 and 12. And uh, a lot of times we will just do, you know, listen, jot down the first word you, first word you hear and ask God about it. Um, but lately, I've wanted to integrate scripture um, more into it. We have scripture in different areas of our lives. We read the Bible constantly. We talk about scripture all the time. We teach scripture. But in our listening time, normally we just spend time in silence. But I thought, well, let's, I wonder if we could play with scripture a little bit because my aunt said to me the other day, Mommy, I really don't like reading the Bible anymore. I loved the comic books when I was little, but now it's boring and there's big words and I don't really understand it. And she's 12. And I said, well, let me, let's engage the word a little differently, right? Because I want 
I want to train her and, and our children and how to engage with the Bible in a holistic way with your whole brain, not just with your intellectual side, although that's wonderful and they'll get there, but, but the whole brain so that it, it lives within them, not just in their head, but in their entire body. So how did I do that? Well, how do we do that? So what I do is I pick some verses or, or a passage of scripture that we want to study or read. And I'll read a phrase of that verse and I will ask them to tell me what images come to mind when they hear this verse read. So for example, Ann and I were doing a verse in Psalms the other day um, where it says, um, I sought the Lord and he delivered me from all my fears, right? So I, I throw that out there. Okay, Ann, I sought the Lord and he delivered me from all my fears. What does that look like? Right. And so she thinks for a minute and then immediately gives me the image that comes to her mind. Right. And I, I give her the image that comes to my mind. And so we share our images with each other. Right. Uh, mine was, and, and this came to me years and years ago, but I'm running through a haunted house or not haunted, but it's a house filled with, I guess, demonic creatures or ghosts and things. And I'm running through the house, but I'm running up the staircase, right? This three or four story staircase. And they're behind me chasing me. And I'm looking for God, right? I'm looking for help. <laughs> and then I just, I run smack dab into, um, into God, into Jesus, in the form of Jesus. Um, and, and I kind of bury my head into him and he embraces me. So I sought the Lord and, and, and he delivered me from all my fears. And so in that moment, he embraces me. And then he just does this to everything that was chasing me. And they are gone. They just fall down the stairs, right? Um, I'm trying to think of what Annie, what Annie saw when she saw, I sought the Lord and he, usually I remember what other people, um, hmm. what did Annie see? Oh, <laughs> so Annie, when she, when she had that image, her image was she was looking all over the house for God, almost like hide and seek. And she's looking and she's looking and she's looking and she says, and then she glances over and he's behind the couch and he kind of pops his head up like this and goes like that. And she just felt so playful and loved and enjoy and she runs over to him, right? So that was, I sought the Lord. Um, and he delivered me from all my fears in Anne's picture was a little separate from, I sought the Lord. It was, she says, he puts me in a box and he sends me away from all the fears, kind of like a package, like a delivery service, right? Would do um, to deliver you away from all of your fears. And so she pictures herself in the safe box being, being shipped totally away from everything that is scary to her. So then we go on with the verse. So we hold those, we talk about how we feel how those things make us feel. And then we move into the second half of the verse. I sought the Lord and he delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to the Lord are radiant, right? Their faces are never covered with shame. So I ask her, picture that. What does that look like for you? And I picture it for me. And for me, in my imagination, I'm there with Jesus in the same image. He's delivered me from all my fears. And then I look up at him as he's holding me, right, to see his face. And when I do, there's a part of me, of course, that's always feels unworthy to be seen by him. Um, you know, he's so amazing and 
um, I'm not. <laughs> and, um, and, but yet his look, the way he looks at me removes all shame that because he enjoys me so much. He's so glad I've come to him. He's so glad I came to him to be delivered from all of those, those fears. And he's just glad to be with me. And so that joy radiates on my face and there's no shame. He just removes all shame. So um, Annie, when I asked her what this looked like, she said, <laughs> she said that she was, she saw herself in her bed covers and she's kind of pulling back the bed covers to peek to see him, to see if, if it's safe. And she realizes it is completely safe and she removes the covers and she's freely interacting with him. So I guess for her shame is covering, you know, hiding in bed and covering her head. That's usually what she does when she feels ashamed. She'll go to her room and hide under her covers. So for her, it was that, that removing of that in her bed and seeing him and letting, letting God look at her, letting Jesus be with her and and not being ashamed of the things that she's done that are bad. So that's a small example of how I use scripture with my children so that it gets embedded in their imagination and in their body sensations and in their emotions so that it's not just an intellectual, let's memorize a verse, right? Um, and intellectually try to get it into the rest of your body, but it actually, you're memorizing the verse, but you're memorizing with, with images that God is giving, I believe, to you in ways that can actually embody that verse. And that's what we're doing um, the next two weeks with our kids every night at dinner is we'll be picking a different passage and going through and doing some imaginative play. The kids love it. So they went from kind of going, I don't want to listen to, oh, this is fun. Can we do another one? <laughs> so just thought I would share that today. Um, in case you have children and you're listening with children, or in case you just want to play as an adult a little bit with God's word and, and use and work to embody it really, instead of just memorize it, uh, let's embody it, let it live inside of us, dwell, dwell in our whole body, not just our intellectual side of our brain. Have a great day. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to this episode of Joy Fueled and Jesus Led. My heart's cry is how do we get the best of church out of the building and into our daily lives? How can we be church every day in such a way that is simple, viral, and transformational, not only for our own families, but for all around us? If this story piqued your interest, be sure to check out my latest book, Four Keys to Parent Fearlessly staying joy-fueled and Jesus-led even when you can't control the outcome. It was released just recently and is available on Amazon, and I'll have the link below in the notes. Thanks a lot. Until next time.